Hello and welcome to Where the Light Shines In, an ongoing dialogue with everyday people about the ways that they have used their own struggles to help them discover the wisdom and joy within. I'm your host, author, Becky Magnolia. I guess it started off a long time ago. I had dated this kid who was a bit of a druggie and... um, I remember one time I was in a bit of a bind and I called him and I was like, dude, I need you to save me right now. I got this Russian guy after me and I'm scared for my life. He thinks I laced him and he's going to kill me whenever he gets off the Wait, floor. This is, this is your real life. <laughs> this is my real life. Yeah. Was it, was it an older Russian guy? Yeah, or? he was probably, I was like 17, maybe 16 at the time. And he was like probably 20 something. Okay. Yeah. My friend invited him over um, with her boyfriend and she was like, oh, he's going to be cute. And he definitely was not cute. And that was one time when, like, a whole bunch of weed, like, washed up on the beach from this boat that the Coast Guard shot down. And my friends found it. So we had all of that stuff. And we were smoking it. Well, this guy from Russia was, like, from New York after he went from Russia, you know, to New York. And I gave him my shitty, like, salt weed. (laughs) And he got (laughs) super sick and thought I had laced him and said he was going to kill me when he stopped throwing up. And I was like, well, I got to go get my psycho ex-boyfriend to save me. (laughs) So... It's like I couldn't have my car away from my best friend's house because my parents would come by. So I could be gone for like 15 minutes, but I was afraid that my crazy like big six foot four dad was going to catch me, you know? So I was like, I texted him. I have this candlestick. I'm afraid that the Russians are going to get me. And I was like, dude, I got to come get you right now. And this was like after we've been broken up for probably about, I don't know, like six months. Uh-huh. And um, he was like, okay, fine. Come get me. I'll protect you. So I went and got him. And he's fucked up, you know? And yeah. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter, dude. The kid was like a pit bull. Like, he could be fucked up, like, out of this world, and he could still beat somebody to death, well, you know? What was he fucked up on? He used to smoke a lot of spice, which is synthetic marijuana. It uh-huh. uh, used to be, like, called K2 or Mr. Nice Guy or whatever, and that's what was really big around here for a while, you know? Okay. So we all used to smoke it um, back in the day. But anyway, so I went and got him, and I grabbed him and he was like you know you're a bitch for only calling me when you need me and I was like well you're an asshole because you're always getting fucked up and that's the reason we can't be together (laughs) and he was like I know and he's like you should write a book about us so I eventually (laughs) yeah I eventually was like you know I'm gonna write a book about us because like our relationship is crazy so I would love to um, eventually I did end up writing that book and that was when I was in another crazy situation after taking like a whole bunch of psychedelics and stuff. But I think that's kind of the part that I wanted to talk about, like okay. in your podcast. So podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I first started like writing the book when it was like a day before I went to this music festival called Blackwater Music Festival. Uh-huh. And um, I really didn't even know where to start. And I just kind of plugged in, like, I don't even know where to start, but I'm just going to start writing this book. And I started writing, started writing, went off to the music festival, and I ended up taking, like, so many psychedelics because I didn't give any care about my life whatsoever. And I kind of just, like, wanted to end it right there. I was so heartbroken over my ex-boyfriend. Over this guy? Yeah, of him, like, taking all these kind of drugs. And basically, like, I didn't understand addiction back then. Right. I didn't understand that like people can't help it like the drug takes over them they take over their mind takes over their body takes over their soul you know they lose themselves in it so I mistakenly thought that he chose drugs over me 
And it broke my heart, you know, because then I had to leave him because I couldn't watch my best friend kill himself, which he was doing day after day. And that was the hardest part for me, you know, and um, I still, you know, it was hard for me to forgive myself. And the whole book really is my journey to forgiving myself, because when I went to that music festival, I didn't want to admit it then, but I tried to kill myself and I took whatever drugs I could get a hold of and I ingested everything from Molly to acid, mushrooms, I mean, marijuana, but who cares about weed you know um anything that came up it could be on a trade table and I'd pick it up not even knowing what it was you know so took a whole bunch of psychedelics and I was looking for my shoes I was looking for music I was looking for answers I was looking for something and then all of a sudden it was just dark and there was no music there was no shoes (laughs) there was no food no water no people and all I saw were like demons surrounding me and there were demons with like fire pits and light but it wasn't the light that I wanted and they would look at me and they would try and chase me and I was like the most afraid I'd ever been um and so in that moment I just called out to God and I was like God I need you to help me right now it's like I don't know who I am I don't know what I'm meant to do in this world like I just need your help and before I knew it like my vision just opened up and I was in front of this trailer and this trailer had like a little front porch light on it. And there was a guy in front of the trailer and he was like, what are you looking for? Are you okay? And I was like, no dude. I was like, I'm totally lost. And he's like, what are you looking for? And I was like, well, I don't know. And he was like, well, you're not lost. He's like, you're just growing. And I was like, what? (laughs) Okay, that's cool. And he was like, are you thirsty? And I was like, Dude, I'm famished, but I don't have, like, anything I could trade you. And this kid came out of the camper, and he had no shirt on. He looked like he was wearing potato sacks for pants. Uh And he handed me two bottles of Pure Life water, Uh and I drank one of them. And I was like, man, I said again, I was like, I wish I had something to trade you. Like, you've saved my life. And I was like, but I don't even know where my tent is. And the guy looked at me, and he goes, it's right behind you. And I turned around, and I woke up in my tent in the morning with another bottle of Pure Life water. And raspberries everywhere I don't even know where the raspberries came from (laughs) but I ended up like in the future I like that trailer was gone I didn't see anything outside um and I really believe in my heart that that was God and I was looking for an answer and my answer was like you're not lost you're not in the dark you're just growing and you're learning stuff about yourself you're learning stuff about people like don't you know confuse learning with like being a bad person or negativity you know you got to go through all that bad stuff in order to learn the good stuff you got to see the darkness for its extremity in order to see the light in all of its glory you know so I ended up like that was when I came home I started writing my book and like that was like the first thing I had to put in and I was like well I saw God (laughs) so it was like pretty intense you know and um and continued on until I learned a lot about myself that I wouldn't go down those paths with drug addicts anymore you know and like I could help people if like they desired help and if they needed help but like there was a certain point that I couldn't go past that God wouldn't let me go past anymore you know so that was a big part of my book and it was just kind of like my journey to self-righteousness, you know, and like my ability to kind of like find myself and create, not even find myself, but create who I wanted to be in order to help people, which is like a pillar of strength, you know. You have been listening to Where the Light Shines In with me, your host, author Becky Magnolia. If you'd like to learn more about me and my books, you can go to www.bmagnolia.com. That's the letter bmagnolia.com. Thank you for listening. May your journey always bring you towards the light within. Namaste.